Hello and welcome back once again to the official Scottish Rugby Podcast. This week we've got international rugby back. Scotland women play at USA on Saturday at Dam Health and we're joined by a couple of former Scottish internationals, Donna Kennedy, Scotland's most capped player, and uh, Lynn Reid, who was captain uh, of the Scotland rugby side the last time played in Rugby World Cup. So we'll be joined by them to look ahead to the game and get their experiences of World Cup rugby as well. Uh, and it's also the turn of the men's tennis premiership this weekend. We spoke to Conor Bickerstaff and Mark and Callum Bell from Heriots. Well, we are now joined uh, by a couple of uh, Scottish rugby legends. Donna Kennedy is the same most cap Scots uh, rugby player ever. 115, forgive me. It's 115 caps, isn't it? Yeah, 115, yeah. yeah. Incredible. And uh, a, a long, distinguished career. We're, we're going to look back, as I say, to... World Cups, and we were just having a, a chuckle about 1994. But I was, you told me not to say the date, but um, it's at the bag already. So, so some of your memories uh, as we look ahead to Rugby World Cup in October. And Lynn Reid, Scotland captain, uh, captain of the, the last time Scotland played in a Rugby World Cup 2010, also played in 2006. So, first things first, how's your summer? How are you both? How's life? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's school holidays, so you know you kind of break up for school and think, oh my goodness, how am I going to get through? I think we were about eight weeks, nine weeks wow. uh, for Scotland for our Scotland kids. So yeah, definitely enjoying the kind of schools being back and getting back to a bit of normality and routine. Yeah, and no, I'm we're still on our school yeah. holidays. That's why I'm, I'm up here because I live down in Worcester, so I came up for a week and I'm doing a bit of a, a tour around Scotland, but it's more a tour of the old girls, basically. Ah, so yeah. I stayed at the Coburn's house Monday night, and then I travelled up to Inverness and stayed with Jenny Tuesday, Wednesday, and now I've, I've come down to Linz tonight. So It's amazing, isn't it? That, that, that rugby bond stays. In those conversations, I know that'll be wide region, but do you talk about rugby? Do you have memories of the, the games you used to play in? Oh, you do, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. I think, and even that kind of, I think it's kind of testament, isn't it? It just kind of shows the kind of the connection that kind of stands through the rugby years and even across the eras as well, um, that as you come into the game, you kind of meet up with the legends that are already kind of playing and um, learn as much from them. But also it's that kind of friendships that you really kind of strike up through playing and tournaments and then staying in touch. It's a connection, isn't it? It's yeah. the, the connection of that. You know, you've shared something super special and pulling on the blue jersey. And then, regardless whether it's one cap together or, you know, several caps together, it's just sharing that special moment and keeping it alive. And through your friendship <laughs> network, that's how you can, that's how we do it, basically. And just as we're talking about it, so, it's so, um, like, it's the same in any walk of life, the friendships, the bonds you make. But rugby, it makes it really special. And, and a lot of the memories from a long time ago are really vivid. Some of the memories of more, more recent games and, and, and fixtures probably won't be that vivid but there's key moments that stick out and, and you Donna you're involved in setting up a, a group to to almost you know maintain that link and, and push on that link and, and share those times with each other again yeah because it's um you know it's going to come up 30 years since wow national you know oh. 1993 mm -hmm. you know, and that was the first international Scotland ever. women ever played in first ever game yeah, yeah. first ever game Ireland. 14th of February against Ireland yeah and then um you know it's coming up to 30 years and we've got we've got together in fits and starts so it's never really anything that's been an official platform for us to do that so and the main driver was when i was down at the ireland um england game and the joe burns had managed to get a whole load of uh, the ex-international players but not only just ex-international players rep center for their county as well and just seeing them all in the crowd a i was embarrassed that we didn't have anything mm. and b i was inspired to make sure that we did have something so I came away from that, picked, Facebooked a few, a few of the, 
the old girls have said, right, we need to do something about yeah. this. And 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 now we have, and we're getting it off the ground. Um, we're going to be doing something in the 11th, isn't it, for the, yep. the Spain game as Spain well. Game. You'll see stuff starting to come yeah. through from the Scottish. And I think, you know, again, one of the, it was really great when Donna reached back out because, like you say, you know, you, you kind of hold those connections and friendships probably from the era you play. But, mm -hmm. you, you know, for, for us, for me, I know about the legacy of the game and I hold on to that right back to the kind of first game and mm -hmm. the first World Cup that Scotland inadvertently had to host mm -hmm. so kind of I, I have that and I have that memories and stuff but actually there's a real purpose of wanting to make sure that the kind of future of Scotland women's rugby and the future of Scotland rugby kind of know where Scotland women have come from as well mm -hmm. and I think you know qualifying for this World Cup has been a real catalyst to okay. kind of say actually you know we really need to be there we really need to be around this and we really want to kind of help and um, support the the girls and the kind of team going forward. That's great isn't it because you, you mentioned someone earlier online about learning from the legends that were already playing when you come in and it's the same almost for the players now I mean you, I, I remember when I was playing that looking back and even knowing that somebody who you used to look they knows your name never mind passes on tips or information so that that link between what you've achieved and what you stand for with the, the current team is really important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I guess recognising the gap that there's been now between the last World Cup and this one, yeah. actually what, what I was kind of really thinking about is what the players of this squad don't necessarily have the benefit from mm -hmm. is the experience of players that have already played in a World Cup. Um, I think the games progress massively with the opportunities in terms of kind of European Cups, um, the mental rugby the girls are now playing. But actually, I don't, I, I don't know whether it can ever replicate that kind of World Cup camp or the sense of a World Cup tournament Still and what that experience. means. Yeah. So, Massive. you know, yeah, it's a real opportunity to kind of um, think about actually how can we help reach out, connect with the girls now and, and kind of give a bit of experience of what it was like from 1994 <laughs> to kind of 2010. 2010. Yeah, 2010. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, the game changes all the time. It changes within a season. It changes season on season. But you're right. I mean, that 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 special bond that a World Cup gives you, the time you spend together, the frustrations that you'll experience together as well. I mean, it's not always a really, you know, strong, well, it's always a strong camp, but it's not always a harmonious place when you've got competitive individuals. What what pieces of advice would you give to the, the players who are preparing to, to head off in, in October? I think it was, you know, it was one of the last conversations we had as the kind of Scottish Thistles um, got together and just kind of started thinking about, you know, what what would we, what would we want to share with others? What, what, advice can we give and um collectively there was kind of some key themes that kind of came through and I just as you're talking about it as well um Mossy is that it's not just about the kind of good no. but mm -hmm. it's also about those tougher times that you experience and actually that kind of real sense of actually you really need to notice all of that and kind of cherish all the opportunities and experiences that you have mm -hmm. whether it be the real highs and good times but also whether it's the times where you're slogging out together that yeah. kind of continues to build your character because these moments make you don't you yeah. whether it be within rugby life or actually what you can learn about yourself um or kind of transfer to different environments as well so i uh, one of the biggest messages was you know really kind of cherish cherish the moment um and really take every opportunity as a learning point yeah. and i think there's the, there's one other key aspect is about managing yourself through that situation. Yeah. Because it is, it, it's different from a Six Nations. It is different from any European Championship or anything like that. Because just the build up, the excitement of playing in a World Cup, you know, you, you, you're there for a long time. You know, there's a huge number of games you have to play and it's a training in between. So that's the management 
of yourself within that, but also is that social aspect of it as well? Because we were mm-hmm. we were having a good laugh about some of the stuff that we used to do, <laughs> you know, when you were in between games and you know how how you could. Eat. But you've got to get your downtime. But it's good yep. to do social stuff together as well. So it's it's a special bond. Um, but it is it's, as Lynn says, it's cherishing the moments. But the key bit is you do need to manage yourself through it as well. It, it's so important. I, I, everything you're saying is resonating to me and my experiences and. And the one thing that's forefront in my mind is so much is made of the selection, quite rightly so, if, if you're selecting that squad to go. And it culminates in almost like a, because you train all summer, you're competitive with each other in pre-season, and it culminates with a squad announcement. And that naturally feels like an achievement, which it is, but that's a starting point, isn't it? Like it, So it's trying to get the message, actually, that's, that's stage one, complete. But the main stage is still to come. The, the games, if they come, it's it's. I know the the women are targeting the, the Wales game, which is 9th of October. That's their first game, so it's it's getting that management right between the relation of being selected, but then realizing this is a start point. It's not it's not the end. Well, it's be- before that as well, because there's there's some players that won't get selected that yeah. are all in that squad now, and won't be on the plane to go to New Zealand, mm-hmm. and and that's something we can help with because mm-hmm. you need to manage yourselves through that situation. But one of them might be called up. Yeah. Because it might happen when they're out there. So this is where we can come in with the experience that we can offer because we know that there'll be a player that's gone through that then can resonate and, and help, you know, one of the 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 you know the present players through that at this moment in time. So I I think there's there's a huge a lot that we can we can certainly offer to that. But um they've got to cherish it. New Zealand, I would have loved to have all cut New Zealand. I know. Yeah, I played Five, but I never went to New Zealand. I know, I know there was real kind of Goodness. pros and cons of the last World Cup in terms yeah. of it being done in, you know, was, London, England. Was it Surrey, wasn't it in England? Right? Yeah, yeah, in Surrey. And, you know, real benefit of actually the a, a greater home crowd. Yeah. And actually, you know, as much as you were away from family and friends for that long, prolonged period of time, yeah. there was also quite a good level of travel support. So it all felt closer. Yeah. But also, yeah, oh, you know. Oh, New England, Zealand. the opportunity to go to New Zealand and um, test yourself over there would have been I wish I'd be 20 years younger <laughs> you could stay you know, let's, let her know kid yourself her and Jenny Sheeran decided to turn up for a rugby practice last night up in the Highlands you know, That's she nice. proved probably that she's still got it you know? I, did jo- I did join in for a wee bit I must admit yeah. um, a bit sore today though <laughs> I bet you're not, I bet you're just saying that you'll be fine you'll be fine the World Cup is here. It's New Zealand. It's Wales first, 9th of October, and then followed by Australia, and then followed by New Zealand. So it is really hard going. Did, did you see? I don't know if you saw. I saw a bit of it the weekend. New Zealand played Australia over the weekend, and it was, I mean, New Zealand came out in top 52 5, but the level of physicality, I know we always talk about physicality in rugby, and I think we're guilty of that, but I would rather talk about evasion and aiming for space and speed and tempo. But the, the level of physicality in that game, to me, looked a lot higher than games. You know, recent Six Nations games, even against England, even against France. So, um, you know, we face both those sides, but it, it's Wales first uh, in the 9th of October. But before that, we've got two games at Dam Health in Edinburgh. You said, uh, are you going to be around for the, for the game against Spain? Uh, in the yeah, you'll be there. Um, yeah, there's a number of the Scottish Thistles that are, are, are coming along to kind of support and, you know, really kind of kickstart the the support towards the World Cup and the women's game. Um, unfortunately, this weekend, I'm going to miss it. I've got a, a wedding to head off to, but... Um, certainly, then looking forward to the the Spain game on the eleventh. Yeah, and you'll be you'll be keeping an eye on the, the phone. I'd imagine at the wedding for the scores coming through. Absolutely, <laughs> it's just all about timing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the last time we played the USA was the World Cup in two thousand six. I think you said it was a fifth sixth playoff and yeah. lost out to uh, to USA. They're currently ranked fifth in the world. We are sitting tenth. It'll be a and it's the first game of the season anyway. 
but it'll be a big ask on Saturday to get the cohesion because you're you're facing a pretty good side as well in the USA. Yeah, absolutely. And and I haven't been fortunate to kind of see the Eagles play of recent years, but you know from what I can remember and what I would imagine that they will still bring is an extremely well drilled Mm -hmm. squad and um, a significantly heavy pack of forwards. Um, I saw some play against uh, England, and then um, I was one of the coaches for the Barbarians that went out and played against the USA then as well. So they're, you know, they like to get the ball wide. That's yeah. one of the key things to do because they've got some speedsters out there. Um, but they can, they've got, they bring the physicality as well. So they're, they're certainly going to be a, a, a you know, a force to, to be up against. But Scotland just need to go through their own. You yeah. know, that's what you focus on. It's exactly what your preseason yeah. games are for. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Yeah. And I think, you know, they have to, Scotland have to take, you know, what they did achieve through the Six Nations. I know that the results didn't go their way. Mm. However, seeing them kind of start the campaign off at, off against England at the yeah. Stadium yeah. and absolutely brought the game to England in that first 15-20 minutes and right through the game they showed some really great ability some great attacking ability and actually just some you know real confidence to have a go yeah. and I think that's exactly what you need to bring to any of the games is the confidence to kind of say actually you know I'm here for a reason I've been selected for a reason I'm here to pitch myself against the world best and I'm part of that as well Um, you know and not let these occasions kind of overwhelm you a little bit that actually have the confidence to to go hard yeah you know i mean i was quite excited when i watched that that game mm. against england because mm. you know well, england a... were very good as well that's the thing well, and, and, and what we did especially as you see in the first half and i mean it was england had to they, they almost scored in fits and starts and there was two periods just at the end of the first half and then midway through the second half with us maybe scored three or four tries but the rest of the game was was done it was it was it was pretty hard going wasn't it yeah, well, it was it the, the phases they play that it's Scotland played was amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Amazing. It was just a little, little mistakes that let them down, mm. you know. But that's the bit that we're going to have to tighten up, and that's that's the bit you'll be challenged at in a World Cup. You know, these are the bits you have to get right. Absolutely. And the they're the bits, you know, they're the bits that you don't have, you don't have any opportunity to dwell on, do you? Yep. Um, you know, within especially in them kind of high pressure games and the nature of a World Cup, you know, y- you have to, you have to be able to kind of pick yourself straight up and go into the next job and get the focus back on. Um, there's no time against USA, against Australia, against New Zealand, um, against Spain even, and Wales as we come to them. There's no time to kind of feel disheartened by a try going in or something not going your way. Um, so. You have to pick it up. And, you and you can't really replicate that at training. No. Can you? you need these games. Yeah. And, and Brian will get a lot from the games. The players will get a lot from the games, even through the mistakes that we made you know, early season, but, you know, it is only two games before you play Wales, so you have to make the most opportunity in Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you can you can work hard in training, you can you can try and replicate some of that physicality or the intensity that you have, but nothing's going to take away from the opportunity of, um, you know, the USA game and then the kind of Spain game as well. And, you know, it's hard in these preparations, isn't it? You, you've worked so hard to make that um, flight to New Zealand and the last thing you want is to succumb to an injury or succumb to, you know, something. But actually, you can't. You can't sit back at this point. This is, like you said, actually, this is now the building point for the girls um, to make sure that they are really ready as in the best shape they can be for that first game against Wales. Well, that's the key. So that's the Scotland, obviously, play USA on Saturday. It's 4pm at the Dam Health Stadium in Edinburgh. And then Sunday, the 11th of September, uh, it's a game you guys will be at. Um, cheering uh, the women on as we play Spain at all preparation for heading out to the Rugby World Cup. Well, thanks for your Rugby World Cup experiences. We'll, we should chat a lot more, actually, in the build-up and during the, the games 
in New Zealand. Um, and I'll, I'll let you get back to your training. You'll be both be trained tonight. Then if, if Donna was out last night, she'll be dragging you out tonight for a session, Lynn. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> as long as it, as long as our legs are not a wee bit kind of too sore, you know, I've got a wee bit more, a wee bit more in them yet. Oh, maybe a wee bit of drive yet. We'll see. <laughs> Good. Listen, and, and great. Thanks for your time. Uh, and it's great to know that you're, you're linking in and supporting the the women as we build for hopefully um, a successful period in New Zealand. Yeah, Thanks for the opportunity for us to to chat and send our best to the team. Yeah, good luck. Thanks, Marcy. Thanks, folks. Thank you. We're looking ahead now to the the start of the the tennis premiership season, uh, a new season. I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Captain Connor Bickerstaff, who well, Mar won the title last year, so defending champions and also premiership newcomers. We'll see newcomers promoted last year from. Uh, from a championship here it's uh, their captain Callum Bell so we um, before we look ahead to this season we'll look back I think it's on the right corner that we, we rewind the clock two or three months or three or four months and yeah. just get your experience I know you were injured towards the end but a historical achievement for Mar to, to win the, the Premiership for the first time away from home in that final as well at Curry what were are the memories still fresh, or are they, are they oh, waning a wee bit over pre-season? No, they're fresh for me. Um, watching the sideline, it was it was a great game. Um, you know, Curry a great side, so it was um, a great contest. Even a lot of the you know the boys speaking to today, the Hoyt boys, and that said, it was a great game to watch. So for us to win it, um, like you said, historic, our first ever Premiership. So for us, the rise of the club over the last 10, 12 years has been great. So to reach that kind of pinnacle and amateur rugby it was it was massive for us so it was um, good celebrations after and still remember them well <laughs> and you've been a part of that for a long time you've played for the club a long time uh, as a lot of the players have so it, it almost makes it more special if you part that journey up to the leagues and then culminating with a with, with title win does that title win add more pressure because you know you can do it now for, for this year it, it, I suppose it does um, you've got expectation now I think throughout the years not many people knew who my rugby were and mm. the last few years we've kind of made our stamps so now that we've won that everyone's gunning for us in a way and they're, they're coming after us so we know we need to be at the best of our game to, mm. to try and defend that and also the Scotch Cup coming back we've got that actual added incentive um, so yeah no looking forward Is to it. Is that a big goal for this season? I think so yeah it'd be something to, if we can add that silverware to Another first? Yeah another first it'd be, it'd be huge we've won the, the BT Shield here um, back in 2013-14 season I believe um, so to win that would be huge, but the main aim is defend the title and keep the league. So, right, so one of your challengers will be Harriet, who promoted last year. But we'll, we'll touch on that a wee bit later as well. But you know, stalwarts of, of Premiership rugby, but obviously uh, when the Super Six kicked off, they recalibrated uh, down the championship. But you've been part of that calm. It came through how it was a tight squeeze to, to be promoted to win the championship last year. So. Like Connor, before we look forward, look back a wee bit. Yeah. How fresh are the memories? Because you, you had to hunt in Gala for most of the season and just yeah. scrape by them, I believe. It was uh, so draining. I remember <laughs> speaking to the boys after, like, see, after we eventually won it, we're sitting there like that was like emotionally draining because we had probably eight weeks on the spin where if we lost or didn't win with a bonus point, uh -huh. like we, we couldn't go up because we knew Gala wouldn't lose, uh -huh. bigger probably wouldn't lose, uh -huh. so we'd have to beat them both away from home, and it was just going week on week, cup final every week. It was mad, but obviously finished up down in, in Netherdale, and uh, you won. Gala did lose, especially at home we against won. you guys. Yeah, but that but was that was a good day. That, that that's interesting, isn't it? Because in all kind of levels of rugby, in all sport, momentum plays a key role. And you hear the old cliche, one game at a time. And but that truly was that, wasn't yeah, it? Focus was in that yeah. week, empty yourself, and you get the confidence from the win to go again the next again week. Did did you feel that kind of momentum growing week on week on week? Yeah, because we didn't have a good start. I think we lost like three games out of four. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of people thought that's us out of it. 
So we literally just had to go week by week, just get a bonus point, move on, and just keep going. And then eventually, when we looked up, we were like, right, we've got two games left now, and that's us, and we're pretty much home, so we just need to beat these, beat these two teams, and that's us, but so it was tough. Heritage style of play, I believe. Just chucking around. Like we, we conceded. <laughs> Never we, changes. I think we conceded quite a lot of points, to be honest. But we, yeah, as long as you score more, it's all good. Uh, do, do you like that? I know it's not a running joke, but Heritage play like that. They've always played like that. Yeah. When I played against them, when you're still playing against them, yeah. is that a, as an opposition team, especially at Golden Eight, we're a big, big field. It's exciting, but it's also hard because they play attractive rugby in a big open field. Is it still something that you would focus on when you when you come to play here? Yeah, no, we're, we're actually looking forward to it. Um, you know, we've played up there a few times when the old Premiership. Um, so we're looking forward to getting through there playing this time and that that kind of brand of rugby. We we quite like that ourselves as well. So we were quite excited to get through there and yeah, like you said, chuck it about a wee bit and yeah, hopefully putting a spectacle for fans. High high scoring game as long as we come out on top, I'll be happy. So And is that, would Craig Redpath be happy with that? Uh, not he really, likes no. a wrestle, doesn't he? He does, he likes like, he does, he does <laughs> like a wrestle to be honest. See, I've um I've been captain now for five years and you know, I've always tried to have my wee say and how we want to play <laughs> alongside Kenny and He's easing towards it, but he still likes he likes his forwards. He likes to play a tight game, and so well, it's a tough back row yeah. between. <laughs> yeah, you can see it in well, the way he played, but certainly the way he coaches and brought a lot of success. A lot of kind of um, strength and physicality, conditioning as well. The big element to to his game, and it, you can see that in in your squad as well. That the strength, the physical strength, the fitness. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely put his mark on it. Um, I think our pack's been. It's been touch and go, you know, players in and out last season. Um, but when we had our main eight out there, um, yeah, we're strong, mm-hmm. and you can see pretty stamp on that. So, and here it's the um, I say Premiership newcomers, as I said before in the, the intro. Obviously, you've played in, uh, in the Premiership before. What about the rest of the squad? Is it quite a few familiar faces, or those are newer players who, over the last couple of years, obviously didn't get the opportunity to play there? They'll be looking forward to it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we've got loads of boys. Probably won't like me saying, but. Bit older, Old. uh, and I've played. I mean, we've got off the top of my head. There's three or four that have yeah. played, you know, hundreds of games in yeah. the prem before. Scored loads of points. I kind of been there and done it. Um, a coach has been there and done it. And coach has well. been there and done it as well. Exactly. A lot of coaches as well, but especially in the twos. Now we've got Bob McKillop coaching mm-hmm. the twos. He's been there and done it. He did it uh, even before I was. Exactly. So, so we, we've got guys in the club who like know what it means and know what it takes. Um, so that kind of brings everyone else up a level. I think, especially younger boys coming in, they kind of. Can lean on the older guys for a bit of advice. And are you are you planning on it being a little bit different though? Because it is a, a couple of years since you've been planning that yeah. maybe standard being higher. Than it I think the physicality was. will be different. Yeah. Um, boys are obviously right into their gym. Like we were talking about that earlier as well. Like the SNC is a different level, and mm-hmm. you kind of got to meet those challenges. But to be honest, we just go in and have a crack. Like Harris want to be at the top of all you know all the leagues he can: women's leagues, men's leagues, Super Six. Um, but I think this year we just got to go in and have a crack and stick to what we know and just hope that works out for us and then reassess perhaps. You say that, we're the only club to have a team at the top. Yep. You guys getting promoted to Premiership and the Super Six side and the women as well. That, that's great for the the club as a whole. Is there a lot of interaction between the teams? Do you train together? Do you inspire each other? Do you yeah, heaps share, well, share information? A lot of the Super Six boys, um, or at least the core group that first went up, I mean, we've all played with them and known them for, for years and... Um, we do kind of pride ourselves as a club on everyone just kind of getting around each other. I don't know what it's like at Mar, but we, on a Thursday, like we, we get food together and the club yeah. puts on dinner and I think that's quite important. And, you know, if we need to go live scrums, live lineouts, you get the Super Six boys down or Show the backs. Do it. Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> always happens though, doesn't it? The smaller team usually beats the bigger well, team at training. Always, always does. So. 
That gives us a boost and gives us a lift. But when uh, way back when when I used to play, we would quite often have a, a Thursday session. The national team would have a Thursday session. It would be like an extended team run. It would be against somebody. It was Curry at the time. Curry would send some players down, and the one every Thursday. Like, yeah. Honestly, it, it, it never fails. Kick off, yeah. kick off reception. You name it, dominate everything. Same like uh, if you guys played age grade rugby as well, but under twenty ones or under twenties. Yeah, you would train sometimes against the national team. It's always the it's always the underdogs that come through, isn't it? Trying yeah. to prove a point, I think. So. I yes. it's Human nature. So the here and now training. Uh, well, be well into your training now. Just you know, uh, heading to the well, the end of August, twenty seventh of August, the kickoff of the, the, the Premiership. But you've been training all summer. Are there, uh, Connor, is there anything new? Any new trends in the game, or any you're focus on, or is it just improving on on that foundation that you've already? Yeah, seen? I think it's not too many new changes. Um, we've been quite lucky. We've kept. The core group again of players we've lost a few to super six mm-hmm. um natural passage now um but quite excited and, and for when, when the players move they go with mm-hmm. the best wishes don't they they do and definitely. you'll be as proud as anybody to be part of their journey and, and yeah, exactly and, you know allow them to to come back as well that's, yeah that's there's there's a lot of guys have you know come at school and the potential stage threes and they're kind of pushed towards super six mm-hmm. um so we we lose out in that but you know, we they go with the best wishes. Yeah. We want them to try and have a crack, play at the best level, and you know, if they get picked up by Glasgow and Edwin, then that's the main aim for them. So, um, some some of the boys we do get back afterwards. Um, so it works both ways. Um, but for us, like you said, we're a few weeks into pre-season now, and we're working hard, but nothing nothing new really. And um, we just kind of got to try and consolidate and hopefully hit the ground running when it when it comes along the twenty seventh. Well, you're at home, aren't you? Home game, you host Musselburgh yeah. in the first round of the season. Is that a, a case of just putting all that hard work throughout the summer, just focusing on that first game? Yes. Or do you focus on yourself more than opposition? No, we've had you know numerous games against Musselburgh over the last few years, so we know what they're all about, and they always give us a good game. So um, the main aim for us to get a win, and if we can get off with a bonus point, I think that's vital in the Premiership. Bonus points come into play, so um, it'll be tough. Um, we've got to get our pre-season games out of the way first and try and develop on them, and hopefully hit their ground running when that comes along. But it's yeah, home win would be a, a massive start. And will it be a big day for the club as well? I know there's some. Sports have unfurling of flags in celebration of last year. Will, will yeah, it be an well, event of the club to kind of celebrate or almost put a line in the sand for the last year's success? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, with it being the 27th, there's no second 15 or third yeah. 15 games, so it means that they can get along. Um, we've got a big push in the girls' section stuff. We'll hopefully make it a community thing. Good. We're quite a small town, so we'll make, hopefully make a big day of it. Right, sounds good. Uh, opening game for Heritage, you're, you're on the road, you're through to Glasgow Hawks, yeah. Callum. Yeah. It's, uh, it'll be a tough one to start. Yeah, I mean, it's like a kind of old school fixture here. It's Hawks. Like, but I used to play for Hawks when I was younger, actually, when I was uh, under 16. Yeah, exactly. You'll be, you'll be phoning exactly. the line out codes, have you? But yeah, but no, it's, uh, it's a game. It's like an attractive fixture. It's like yeah. it's one that people know that have been happening for years and years. So it's nice to get back and play in teams like that again after being down in that one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good luck to, to both sides. Good luck all season as well. We'll touch base, uh, no doubt, as the, as the season progresses and, and as it gets. Uh, fine-tuned towards the end of the season with the playoffs and the fixtures but great to have your, your time uh, your efforts uh, and good luck for the, for the coming season lads. Yeah, thank, thank you very much cheers thanks once again to everyone involved good luck to the well everybody involved in rugby this weekend men's premiership women's premiership super six and of course scotland women as a take on usa great to catch up with with donna kennedy and lynn reed um as you can see they've got a real appetite still for the game so much knowledge to share so it was really good catching up with them and good luck to everyone involved in the rugby over the weekend Thanks for listening.